conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash Girls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Girls. Sign up today. I don't get drunk and insult my friends' vaginas. I insult their taste in men. Even when I bottom, I'm on top. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, you guys. That is so... It's been it for years. Like Like years ago, my friends and I came up with uh, what our taglines would be and just like, in life just a normal night out yeah we were just like joking my favorite my friend uh miles his was i might be a bear but you won't find me in the woods <laughs> and that was <laughs> that's also one of my favorites the genius. oh my god the boys ringing it you guys it's andy scrolls episode 75 i'm so excited to be joined yes. by the fabulous, the very sassy, and super funny Alex Better, writer, comedian, <laughs> who I just met at two different events. Mm-hmm. One was the premiere of Ryan's show. Ryan Houlihan, friend of Andy's Girls, has a new weekly show on Twitch. Yes, that you are a frequent guest. Oh, you're a contributor. I, you're I a, contri- I'm like weekly. a contributor to it. it Ryan's just. He has this crazy zany show that's really fun. It's Everyone should go so watch good. it. so good. You guys, I was on the premiere and had like the time of my fucking life. It, it was magical. And he just, uh, he was kind of like, come on and do something once a week, whatever you want. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. You do like a pop culture breakdown. Yeah, That's what I did the first week. Okay, so does it change week we, to we're week? We're going to do something totally different week to week. Oh, I love that. That's so smart. So like this past week, we did a fun game called sharp objects or dull items and we looked at something and it was like is this a sharp object or is this a dull item you guys only the best the most and there was a housewife moment in there oh yeah what was it one one of the things that we decided was a dull item was a was a like a people's item like from people magazine uh online that was like kim kim and her daughter are twins like kim Kim (laughs) because they're they both now look like they're 
30 something aliens. Like, it's not good. It's not good that her daughter looks so much like her because her mother no longer looks like a person. Like, it's not terrific. They have, like, extra layers of skin where the filler has gone. Oh. You Don't know, you think? I, I'm, I'm a little bit more, like, if you want to make changes to your body, like... I just find it sad that her daughter is, like... It's sort of how I feel about Kylie Jenner. I'm, like, the only one because Kylie Jenner's like, an uber-famous bajillionaire. But it makes me kind of sad that Kylie Jenner is, like, all of 20 years old and her face... She's had so much face work. It's because she grew up watching her like idol, maybe, or her family members or whatever become super successful and popular and change their bodies. And she's like, Me too. Like, yeah. It's and I'm just kind of like, The more power to like, you can do whatever you want to your body. It's like, Yeah, my you can. Technically, but you can. My, my thing is a little bit more like, is sussing out like okay like is this someone who's like caving to like a societal pressure like yeah because that's like i'm kind of like if this if this is what you want to do and it makes you happy totally then go do it. for it right um but you know i i do think that like a lot of the times it is kind of uh uh, compounded upon by like how we view women and like mm-hmm. how women need to look which is troubling no a hundred percent yes and i mean like i think uh, m- many women in in, in uh, on reality te- television mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. industry they like mm-hmm. many of them get work done but i feel like th- th- it's sometimes a mix between like uh, the the intention being like i want to look a certain way or this is how i like i like looking a certain way mixed with like the imbalance of having to deal with like the pressure of like yeah, having to I look th- a certain way i think it's like a combo for um kim and her kiddo um for her and Brielle. So Alex Better, the we saw each other again. Was it a week or like so? Like a week ago? later. Literally like a, week a week later because you were performing in a real housewife musical theater review. It's it's uh my friend Bailey does it. Uh it's genius. It's called Pretty Women. It's at the duplex. It's like every couple of months. Yeah. She's done it. Like I think this was like the third show. I thought this past show was one of the best shows. Just I mean, everyone who comes through is genius, but, like, the format of the show is a little bit different, so, like... Yeah, 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 and it's, like, people playing the part of different housewives, but, like, legit singing. Like, I didn't... I totally didn't understand the full synopsis of it because it was the first time I went but I went because OG of the AG Damien Bellino was Dina Manzo which I like needed to see that, which was magical. that number was phenomenal ins- he was it was phenomenal. like vaudeville yeah no, it, it was, was great it was it, uh and who um uh, Megan Meadows Megan played Caroline Megan. and they did a song from they did the fucking Chicago. song from Chicago but they changed it to the when Mama you're good to Manzo right <laughs> which was so good some like yeah. Mama Morton realness it was yes. phenomenal but you were so good uh, thank you as Dorinda playing Elaine Stritch in Ladies, Ladies Who Lunch, who lunch. Company. <laughs> totally trashed with like you had sloppy red lips didn't you I did do the sloppy yeah. red lips. Yeah, it was so good. I was like dying. I was like dying the entire time. It was, I, you know, it's a, like a little bit character. It's like a little bit like, you know, parody. Um, 
I've like what I've been struggling with lately is like because I've only actually sang Ladies Who Lunch and I've done Dorinda twice. The first time I did the show, I did Bethany singing Ladies Who Lunch, which also really works because oh yeah, that does because she's super sharp. Yeah, so it works. and and yeah. like and super like you know like Bethany's whole like oh you know like you know these women on the Upper East Side, and you know how they are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah. that. The song kind of has that. Kind yeah, of she's mentality. like a little manic, which can work. That can right. work. Uh, with Dorinda, you get into more of the subtext of the song a little yes. bit with. Um, you know, uh, kind of, um, I think it's stuff we've been seeing this season, which is ever since she's been on the show, it's like, oh, Dorinda gets like, you know, maybe like a little, a little sauce, like a little like funny, mm. like drunk. But like this season, I think is like when we saw the rage the, or, or like elements of it that they started showing elements of it on the show that I think are a little bit more, uh, worrisome at times yeah uh, i mean i'm i'm not a professional i'm not gonna that's okay anything. you are because you're on andy's girls <laughs> don't just... worry we we straight diagnose <laughs> bethany might not love that but it's we bit... are we are all doctors but, here on ag but i do feel that like uh i was i was kind of debating i was like oh should i do the dorinda singing lace just because it's been so dark this season like uh in terms sometimes of sometimes like, you have to go them. toward the darkness <laughs> Don't you a little bit? I mean, maybe, you did. Maybe it, was it was magical. Fun. It was. Thank you. It was. I. I mean, I was trying to authentically perform, uh, the 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 feeling, the sentiment of the song, like through Dorinda. Like, yes. I thought the the joke of like dressing up as Elaine Stretch, uh, was like, uh, kind of went back to you know like uh, Dorinda dressing up as Lady, like having that party where like oh yeah, where she's like, Lady Gaga. Yes. Um. So covered in bubbles. Um, so it was NSL, kind of, yes, NSL forever. Yes, yeah. So like we like it was kind of like uh, uh, leading into that, kind of playing with that idea. Um, so yeah, no, it, it's a fun show if if you're in town. Guys, the next time it happens, it's it's really good. Doing it again in October. There was one moment where I was like, hmm, where the woman who played Sheree sang a song about like wanting to be abused again or something. It, I want it that way or something. Not the Backstreet Boys. I or like whatever. it. Maybe I like it that way. I think yeah. I was song. like, Ooh, it's that's from, rough. It's from Jekyll and Hyde. It was, um, to me, it was the, it was, it was the only, no, but it was also different in that most of the numbers I've been in, in that show or seen in that show are parodies. They're, yeah. They're joke. They're, com- yeah. they're comedic This was in not a parody. This wasn't a parody. And like, I don't, I don't think uh, it, 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 it like had emotional like kind of re- resonant like res resistance. Yeah. 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 I hear what you're uh, saying. But um, yeah, no, like, yes, that was that was a dark number. I was like, <laughs> is this happening while it was happening? But it was happening and it happened. Yeah, it did happen. Which is something. I mean, it was a lot. It the, was a lot. In that moment, was, I was like, oh, my God. But there's so many genius numbers. Um, uh, there was I a Shannon, Shannon Bedore singing Losing My Mind. There was... The Jill Zarin Polly's. was, like, ridiculous. The Jill Zarin, Jill Zarin Rose's singing Turn. Rose's Turn. Oh, my God, was genius. so good. It was so smart. The song selection was so smart. Not and to get all American Idol, but the, it's all about the song selection. Lisa Rinna singing Memory. Like, right. Like, it just, you know... <laughs> Holding a bag of pills that were gummy bears. that she was, Or not gummy bears. That were jelly beans that she was handing out to the audience. Yes. I mean, that's much. Oh, and Skyler, he's always in the show. He's, like, gone to... I've gone to a track where I'm usually Dorinda. He's gone to a track. He's been playing Bethany every time. Mm-hmm. He's he 
did um this time he did she used to be mine it was like kind of like a about carol oh um, yeah, yeah yeah but last time he did um he did anything you could do i could do better <laughs> And oh it was, my god! It was Playing who? Carol or Bethany? Bethany. Yeah, and that's it, good. It was, that's very it was, smart. It was amazing. Like it's just there's so much th- it, because when we talk about Housewives, right, we we're talking about yes, these are like real people, but very much like they no, are edited into yeah. being yeah, yeah. archetypes, totally. they're characters, they're and, characters, and it it lends so well to musical theater and singing. It's oh wild. my god, it's crazy. So tell me about your Housewives journey. So have you always been a Housewives super fan? Give oh us, yeah. Give us the story. When did Real you start Housewives watching? Real Housewives of OC season one. <gasps> really? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Oh, you're you rem- an OG. Do you remember how like Bravo? Because what I'm obsessed with is like th- th- all this Bravo programming was kind of born from. Uh, popular television drama. Yeah, it was born from Desperate Housewives. Like, Desperate Housewives comes out, and Huge. then they come out with, like, the real Housewives. Right. Um, you know, and in the same way, right, uh, Gossip Girl comes out, and they did um, uh, uh, NYC Prep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it... it oh, it, I loved it NYC Prep. It was very much in conversation with, like, these larger cultural watershed moments of, like, you know, uh, what... I. Desperate Housewives and Gossip Girl were both, like, you know, big hits, like, season one when they came out. 100%. So it's, like, really interesting to me that, like, they created these franchises kind of in reaction to that. So what's your favorite show to watch? Like, what's your fave franchise? I mean, they come and they change a lot. Um, Yeah. Like, uh, what I love is I love, I mean, I love New York consistently. Like, Mm -hmm. and I've watched every episode, like, every episode, every season of New York. Um... Uh, OC is one that I've like been in, dipped out of, gone back into. Like, yeah, it's depending. struggled. OC has struggled the last uh, few seasons. Atlanta, because Atlanta delivers every like Atlanta mm-hmm. is the most consistent. I would say in like delivering like this like a, a good like product, like a good interesting high drama, high comedy, uh, and also the women on Atlanta. I think I feel, in my opinion, are um, are better at like. Uh, with maybe like some exceptions in the past seasons, but like they're they're um, they can uh, fight without get it becoming like too. Um, I mean, with the exception of like maybe like the Phaedra, right, <laughs> Phaedra right, Candy right. situation, but like it, they can fight um, and keep it like have a certain sense of like kind of like brevity and like a certain sense of like uh, wit and like being funny with each other mm-hmm. is like more of a thing. Like even when they're like arguing, like they're saying stuff that's like funny, like witty. Totally. As opposed to, like, sometimes on other franchises, it gets a little bit, like, just, you're hearing just two people. Totally. Go at each other. Um, Beverly Hills, obviously, I love. And then, I mean, DC is, like, a one-hit wonder for me. And, like, I think should be... Do you rewatch DC? Should be studied. Um, No. It's just, to me, it's like, uh, do you remember when The Real Housewives was an issue of national security? Because, like... Like, genuinely. Do you remember when the government had to, like, allegedly, like... Get tapes from Bravo because they were like, we need to figure out how these people. They had hearings. Broke into the there house. were like congressional hearings with Tarek and McHale, it's which crazy. is sort of their dream come yeah. true. I mean, like it was just a mess. I think it was a mess of like kind of a season, but also it has like such amazing moments in it. And then, honestly, like recently, like Potomac and Dallas as like these more like kind of sophomore mm-hmm. series, like yeah. these like more contemporary almost. I don't know why they're. Well, to me, it's like at a certain point when the house, when the house, when the franchise gets big enough, when the when the women on the franchise become popular stars. enough yeah. and stars or like celebrities in their own right, 
um, you know, uh, I think sometimes it can mess with um, how the show is produced. It that, well, it just it me- it affects how the show is produced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so then these like younger franchises are a little bit more like they remind me like oh this is what Real Housewives used to be like in like the first three seasons of like New York or like the first couple of seasons of Beverly Hills, which is a little bit I think uh, you don't have people who have been on the show so long so like they don't. Um, uh, you know, I think after a while, people can kind of throw their weight around, right? Like, you know, like, I've been on this show for, like, X number of years, and, like, people watch the show because of me. Totally. Like, I, I don't like this, or I do like, you know what I mean? Um, uh, which, I mean, you don't see on, like, a show like Potomac, where, like, you kind of see the producers, like, needling, like, uh, like uh, Ka- uh, Karen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, you hear, like, producers being like, well, can you, like, back up what you're saying? <laughs> like, like off 100%. camera. And she's like, no, I don't feel like I have to. And, like, that's, like, interesting to me. Like, there's something there that's, like, dramatically interesting. Because I think Karen had enough of an ego before this show started. I don't think she has changed enormously. I think her strategy has definitely shifted with, like, I'm going to be a businesswoman. I would like to make money off of this stuff now with, like, the weird fragrance situation and Matt and whatever. But I think that they made some strong casting choices from season two on and just directional production choices with Potomac where they had these women where there was like real friction before. Like, I think there has always been some sort of weird friction frenemy friendship with Giselle and Karen, sort of similar to Sheree and Nini. Like years before Bravo knocked on the door, these women were kind of frenemies in this like, or like all of New Jersey has the same kind of had the same kind of connections too, where they had known each other for for years. years. Yeah. Which was great. You know, at the start of Jersey, I mean, Jersey is my least favorite franchise by far. I just think it jumped the ship shark, whatever the fuck a while ago. And I don't know how it's going to get back because they are just, it's just too far gone from any kind of real Jersey to me. It was like the first two seasons or so were great. Like I remember watching them and being like, Oh my God, this is such entertaining television. Totally. Um, I think when they got deeper into like family, Mm -hmm. like when they got deeper into like the family issues, like it started to, it started to become at times I felt like a little bit too heavy. Yeah. It was so dark because it's like when you're, when you're just like friends or acquaintances, if like you have a problem, you can like usually like step away. Like family, it's much harder to step away from your family. If like you're having an issue and like it, like there's just like, I, unlike other franchises, I think there's like years of resentment. Totally. Going into everything happening. Totally. Sometimes it's just too dark. No, 100%. And, you know, watching the Joes fight each other and everything that happened That's with Therese and Joe. It was a lot. It was very painful. Strippergate, I didn't think was entertaining. I thought it was, like, really gross and dark and mm-hmm. slimy. And so I don't I don't know what is left there. But, I, you know, it's premiering in the fall. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Um, do they have new housewives on Jersey? It's like I don't even care, honestly, to read about them in the offseason. I'm sure they do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's like I'm glad Tree and Melissa are, like allies now because they don't want to lose what's left of their with family yeah family um so that'll be kind of interesting so let's talk i mean i feel like there were two 
really strong episodes in the reality universe for um, Housewives this week. Mm-hmm. New York and Dallas. I thought they were fucking amazing. And then OC happened. So... Yeah, I kind of want to get your thoughts on New York just because you're, you know, you played Dorinda so beautifully. What did you what do you think about this season as a whole? What did you think about the reunion cycle so far? I mean, I thought part two was magic. What are your what's your perspective? Here's the thing to me is the reunion specials. I feel like the only analogy I can think of is like it feels like this season of New York fired on all cylinders right they 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 sped it through it it was so much happened um uh and they um i feel like though it's like they they're it's kind of like burnt out like it's like they almost like they got to this yeah they got to these this reunion and i'm not as like connected i'm not as connected it's just it's more like um it reminds me like it's it's like it's like the same colors same themes of like season four <laughs> like end of season four really? but it's the opposite because season four like wasn't that good of a, it was just like a nasty season yeah it was the like, hobby b and that was really it and so uh, and like this season was iconic in every way but it's like so much went it, like i feel like so much energy like so much emotional energy like went into like getting mm. the show to that point that like now it's like uh like uh, the, the, this tank the love tank is maybe kind of empty. Like, you oh, know, yeah. it's just, it's, uh, and I, and I kind of wonder what happens, like if they, if they shake, if they shake things up, but like, to me, it's like Bethany, uh, it's like shades of Vanderpump in that, like, you can see how much kind of, how much of a presence she is on, like mm-hmm. in this world. And how much like, power she has. Yeah. And how much power she has and how much power, like power she has at Bravo. Like it, you can kind of start to see glimpses of it, um, and the the, the I, everyone's like, "Oh, are you team Carol, team Bethany?" I'm like, kind of like I'm team like Tinsley and Sona, Sonia making out on the corner while they were fighting at the table. Like, I don't really, I'm not invested in either of them. Because, You're not because well, no, because like to me, it's like I, I I try to see things from like a balanced perspective at most times. In, and to me, it's like Carol, what I liked most about Carol was that like she was a little bit, sometimes Housewives comes on, they come on these shows and like they they act like they're above it, but they act like they're above it in a way that's like not fun. Like mm-hmm. Carol was always like a little bit like detached, a little yeah, bit above it. Yeah, she was totally disconnected. But like she was kind of like the, for lack of a better term, like the carry of the situation of that, like it went to her and she kind of was like, I'm looking at what is happening between right. these women. She would discuss the narrative. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, uh, you know, uh, contextualizing it for you right. and, um, commenting in on it for you, uh, because I am a smart cookie. Like that was like kind of her thing. And it's like slowly she's like gone pulled, I think more and more into the, the kind of like back and forth of it. Um, and now she's like kind of like what I thought about Carol was like, the mean girl's line like you're fully plastic now like you're not pretending anywhere you're plastic like is she and i'm not saying like that's like a bad thing it's just kind of like you have very much become immersed in this world and like now you're like kind of like fully a part of it as opposed to like a little bit more detached and bethany i think bethany is like you know um the problem that i have with bethany is that like i think she you could tell how emotionally affected she was by the situation and you can tell like 
her reaction to being um, to having more distance between her and Carol was trying to make that distance up uh, to kind of close that gap. Mm -hmm. And how she does that is like through like constant kind of like needling or yeah or like engagement and carol's reaction to all of this is like i'm going to engage with less and less and less and i think on some level like that is maybe a little bit upsetting for bethany i think it like kind of triggers something in her that she's like uh why is this gap getting wider like and like maybe she doesn't see how her behavior kind of affects it um but i think on the show it's just kind of like it's just tough it's like kind of like watching two people who like you were rooting for as friends like fall apart and I'm it it kind of like lost me after a while it was like just too much it was a lot I'm looking for I took a um a poll on Twitter and a poll Mm -hmm. on Instagram the poll on Twitter I think when it was like whose side are you on because I was just curious and 52% 52% on Twitter were on Carol's side v. Bethany with 48. And it was on Instagram, I want to say it ended with like 55% were team Bethany, 45 Carol, which is not a huge, in either case, it's pretty closely matched. I don't think it's like neither of them, they're both wrong in very specific ways and they're both kind of right about each other in very specific ways. So how ways. do you think that Carol's wrong? I'm genuinely curious. I think it it's like the there I th- it feels like there was a ton of miscommunications that happened, a lot yeah. of them making assumptions about each other yeah. that kind of led to this point. Carol to me uh where I feel like she's like a little bit where I don't necessarily always agree is like the the detachment, right? Of like um of, you know, uh, I think she goes back to this place that she kind of inhabited on the show of, like, I'm a little bit above this, like, a little bit above this. Um, I'm yeah, she a little gets bit into, detached like, from it. Princess Radswell. And, and then it, but now it's, like, you've been on the show long enough. Like, this conflict is, like, very, like, palpable. Like, you can't really then, like, float above it. Like, it's, like, you're in, you're in it. Totally. Um, and uh, Bethany, on the other hand, I think it's, like, sometimes maybe an issue of, like, listening. Uh, because uh, what when when it, when Bethany kept saying, like, I texted you this whole thing. Like, I spilled my whole heart out to you. And you said, like, wow, that's a lot. Carol kept being like, that's not what I said. And then when Carol actually read what she said, like, I was like, actually, that's like a very thoughtful way of saying, like, right now, like, this isn't a conversation to have over text. Right. Like, this she's is like dealing a, with her friend's husband dying and all that shit. Right. And Bethany's, what's interesting to me is Bethany only read, only saw the, like, this is a lot. Like, as soon as she saw that, that's what it was about. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, I think it's, like, two different very styles of dealing with things. Um, you know, I think, you know, uh, Bethany's approach to conflict is uh, maybe a little bit more, like, bring it on. Like, bring like bring it on. Let's go. Yeah. Carol's is more like, let me check my notes. <laughs> then those two, like, uh, those two kind of, like, styles of, like, right. talking things out or debating, I don't think, I think that will Be- get you anywhere. Right. I think that Bethany was alpha and is alpha in so many of her relationships be they business like friendship 
romantic. She's very type A and Carol has been more beta. Like she's like the person that thinks about it is quiet. Doesn't mean she doesn't have an opinion, but she's just not as assertive. She's a little bit more selective in what she says. And I think that worked for their friendship for a while. And then it didn't anymore. And then when it didn't, it really didn't. And then when it didn't, it didn't. And then Carol attempted to assert herself and be alpha. And Bethany was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I think a lot of it, it was strange because there were moments where, where Andy's like, I don't understand why this has led to the point it has just based on those texts. And I get that. And I think that a part of it is they weren't communicating and a part of it is what other shit happening. And a part of it was like Bethany thinking that because of the Adam thing and because of, you know, because Carol hadn't been as responsive as she was before, that that was a judgment that Carol was making against her. And I think it was more circumstantial Mm -hmm. than anything else just within the place that she was in. Like if she was genuinely taking care of her grieving, friend whose husband died for the summer and also like preparing for the marathon and Bethany hadn't supported her in really either and then the flip is like Bethany's looking at taking Carol out for dinner and not being welcomed into her like rental or whatever regardless you know and Carol's maybe not saying the reason that you weren't there is because like my grieving friend was inside and it just wasn't a happy place for you to chill. I mean, I think it's a lot of elements added on to that sort of compiled a distance that had already been put in place. Mm -hmm. And then they start filming a TV show where they're being paid to interact, but also talk about each other. And I really genuinely think that Bethany took a lot of shots early. And then at the end Carol did too. I mean, I got why Carol was angry with what she felt was false, um, a false comparison between how Bethany behaved and how Carol behaved in what Andy was saying, where she was essentially like, you're doing like a Charlottesville, like two sides to this, where you're to Andy, where she's like, it's not the same situation. I understand Carol's perspective that she was attempting to call out poor behavior from Bethany mm-hmm. and that she wasn't attempting to just be like aggressive for the sake of being aggressive. But I do think that that sort of also helped put, you know, the coffin in the grave. Rest I, in peace, y- Aretha. You know, like I, it wasn't. <laughs> what? Ah. You know, they, <laughs> like it, it wasn't like it, it just, I get it. Like I, I, I get it. It, it I watched part two and I was like, shit like this is a lot it's really good I thought it was really good TV I just felt like it was difficult to watch because there was so much nastiness in the air in the last like 10 to 12 oh, minutes Shades of Season 4 yeah Shades of I don't know Shades of Season 4 to me a little bit but what? But Shades, shades of Season 4 between whom between Ramona and Jill because uh, n- n- like between I would say, like, it's more like a general atmosphere of, like, oh, they need to... Um, something needs to be they, reset. They need to, something needs to be kind of reset here, which I guess it's going to be. But what you, everything you were just saying is what is f- kind of fascinating to me because it, it feeds into, like, a part of, the sh- the, a part of this whole experience, the Housewives yeah. kind of experience that I, um, that I find fascinating, which is, like, the veil of the show. 
because things happen off the show. Right. Things happen on the show. Um, and how things are edited on the show is, it, it is building a narrative. And it's just, um, it, what kind of fascinates me is like on reality TV, not only housewives in general, you are in trouble if you, um, if you are a participant, if you are a character on a reality show and you're pointing to the facade of the show, right. which Carol's doing. Right. Carol's being like, this, this situation's unfair. Andy, you specifically, are you like afraid? Like, she's like pointing to the veneer of the show that 100% like- 100% on camera. Yes, that like, and that's like a big, like, I feel like uh, it, it, you, sometimes the same thing happens like on Drag Race, where like there's an issue Ooh. with the- that a contestant has with the production of the show. And, but when you're on the show, you can't really point at the show and you can't say like the, the show's the issue because, uh, cause that's ruining the suspension of disbelief that like right. what you're watching is like that, like all that, like it's not being produced. Um, and so that's something I thought of immediately with Carol. I was like, Oh, and when you get to that point that I think also like she was just kind of maybe done. Like, I think she was like, kind of like, I'm, I'm done with like this situation mm-hmm. and I'm frustrated with it. Um, I'm just fascinated with like the, so, so much has happened on the housewives where like the, they're documenting their real lives in this specific way. Their real lives bleed into the show. Then the, the show has consequences in their real lives and like what's shown on television versus like what is like happening, uh, getting more context mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. things that they're saying on the show is always interesting to me. So I thought this was like a, a big moment for that. But overall, I thought the, the reunions were good. Like I didn't think they were bad. I'm just kind of like, I feel like, uh, I felt like you got to the reunion. It was like, instead of, um, Usually the reunions become like kind of like a uh, the uh, the peak of the it builds to the reunion right. and the reunions like when you have a lot of catharsis. Um, this reunion felt a little bit more like an emotional hangover. It was like we went through so much the season, so many highs and lows, and now like we're at this reunion, and I'm just kind of like I want this to be over. Like it's like a lot. This is a lot. It felt it genuinely felt like a lot. It the interesting thing was so I've heard rumblings about the whole sitch with Lou, and I was surprised at how much of it was backed up by Bethany. I mean, in how much that Bethany and the other women were willing to really talk about Lou's kind of struggles like I met I've met Luann a couple times briefly and in elevated situations like when I went to see the show and then a week later like the finale taping I think there was one other time but I forget um and you know she was very sweet and was like how was the show like she genuinely was like how was it blah 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 which I thought was kind of interesting and showed to me that she really wanted that's not necessarily something that someone asks after they star in their own in their own cabaret like she was like was it okay you know what I'm saying where she was like looking for not feedback but looking for affirmation Mm -hmm. and them talking about her using not using but them talking about her own reaction to her arrest which was not to say just like I'm gonna get better. This is a this is a bad look, but also like 
look at how famous I've become and that may be triggering a relapse or mm. I mean, debating, you know, what, how long she was actually sober or whatever is a whole other conversation. But it was kind of sad for me because it's like looking at someone who was arrested for assaulting a police officer and their mind's reaction is like, but look how famous I've become from that, which is surprising for someone who at the start of New York was like, you know, this whole facade of like the countess in high society, but was, I think, a, much more invested in how people viewed her and now has become someone who's so much more invested in people talking about her, which I was like, oh, shit, like they're really doubling down on like really opening a door to this woman's kind of psyche and the change in her personality that happened as a result of being on this very popular um, TV series. Like that was sort of sobering for me, for lack of a better term, because I was just kind of watching it. I'm like, oh God, like there are so many issues at play here. There's like the issue of she lost her family when the count was cheating on her and far-flung countries which Ramona referenced and the fact that that might be when she sort of started to break down like when her marriage crumbled that might have been the start of it and then this whole thing with Tom and then Ramona talking to Lou outside of the cameras in Mexico about whatever shit she told Lou and maybe that inspiring the fall in the bushes and Lou not looking at that and being like gosh I was in a lot of pain that night because of shit that Ramona told me off camera and more like look, I've become a meme. I'm going to throw that on merch. Like, that was really I think dark and fascinating. Luann, to me, gives me vibes of um, an actress at heart, and I think she yeah. steps into roles. Yeah, she's she a steps, performer. And she steps into roles that are, are offered up to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, so, you, you know, because uh, there is, like, the more, like, the countess like yeah. uh, like the first like couple of seasons and then there was like you know like kind of like this like good time gal like kind of totally uh, like free. like i'm fr like fr yeah like the pirate jock right and then there's and and now there's like uh, almost like like cult what well, it feeds into like what ramona said at the beginning of this season and she didn't say cultural icon she said like um she said i'm like cultural iconic or something she said something in an interview where she's like i'm dealing with the fact which is true that the show's been on for 10 years right they're, no, seriously. they're 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 pretty you know yeah they're famous. famous and um i think now it's like this uh this kind of like uh you know performance uh the cabaret uh, star i mean like and that show's been very successful like i think um you know I think she's kind of like uh, the role that she is inhabiting, especially the role on the show is like very much affected by like what's happening around her and like her situation. Um, but she plays the part um, when she gets the part. Totally. Um, and so, yeah, no, I think that's interesting to me. I think, I think this whole, this whole reunion was like, uh, I mean, like, if Luann was there, I felt like it would have been very different. And unfortunately, she couldn't be, but, like... Yeah, I think it would have been different, but she couldn't have been there in the state that she was in. Like, she was fighting back from going to um, 
rehab. I, I'm nervous that she only went to rehab for like a couple weeks and then went straight back to performing. I think that was a weird move. I'm nervous that she's going to be on Watch What Happens Live this week. Andy tweeted that she's going to be on. Yeah, she's going to be the first guest. Yeah. After I hope it's not live. I kind of hope it's like a pre-taped sitch. Like I don't want an like, audience like there her, and like Shotsky with water. Her post-divorce. Like her post-divorce, like in the in Sag Harbor or whatever. Or, I don't know. I feel weird about it. I feel like she's not. Re- but again, it's not what, my place. But I'm like, what lessons has what, what, what lessons has she learned? What tell me? What was the other one? No, I'm thinking because someone called it. I think maybe it was Elliot Glazer. I forget what comedian called it. This they called. Jill Zarin and Auntie Cohen, the Frost Nixon of our generation. Oh my God, Someone 100%. Referred, and in my head, I always refer to it as the Ross, uh, the, uh, sorry, the Frost Nixon. Like, yeah, 100%. Because it was crazy. It was like. It was a lot. Very much. It was intense. You chose Bethany. You chose her over me. Like, no, 100%. <laughs> that's exactly right. What do you think about Joe coming back? I am so nervous about it because I want it to happen so desperately. And I feel like the only way it would have made organic sense for it to happen is if Carol had stayed on next season because Bethany would have needed another ally, mm-hmm. like putting aside... Lou is on her side and Sonia is Besides trying just so Sonia hard. just sitting there being like, doesn't make sense. Oh I don't know God. what she, she's being mean to you. Like, Sonia just. trying her hardest. Like Tinsley, if Tinsley is before and Sonia is the after, like Sonia was really doing her very best to defend, um, defend Bethany. And the women's reactions I thought was so weird where they're like Sonia you shouldn't talk about drinking you drink too much and it's like sweetie if Sonia has had problems and been called out for her poor behavior from drinking in the past isn't she the best person to talk about other people acting out when they're drunk and insane I think so about Sonia's commentary yeah she is the archetype like uh, in literature and like drama of like the the wise fool and that she is she is like playful, like funny, like nonsensical at times. Right. Like, but then when you like, every so often on the show, they will use one of her talking heads where I'm like, she just perfectly encapsulated this she's, entire situation. Yeah, she's dumb as a fox. And like, it, it, none of it applies like to her, what she's doing. Like, but like, she does look at other people she's and like make observations that she, are amazing. Right. She's like, been kind of a moron in business shit and other stuff but she's not like the dumbest person like she really she got some jabs in that the women just talked over and mocked her for and I actually was like yeah she's not making dumb moves here like I think history (laughs) the test of time will reflect that she I think she had every right to call out Dorinda uh, drinking and saying that a problem I think she had every right to be like at least I don't talk about my friend's vaginas like yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, I think there's some shit she said. But anyway, Jill coming back, I think it would have made a lot more sense for the plot of the show if it really had been like West Side Story and then like, oh, my God, there's a new gang and that gang is Jill there and that like waddles back in or like plies um, on on screen. Um, I don't know. I'm nervous because I think Carol getting fired, which she 100 percent was. She did not quit. I think Carol getting fired just gives Bethany more control. I think Andy deciding to step in and be a housewife on both of these parts shows and really like go to bat for Bethany shows the power that she's amassed. And I'm nervous because she said part one, like when Dorinda's like, have you gone to lunch with Jill? And she's like, no, but like, you know, we're texting and I'm still not over the stuff that happened seven years ago. And it's like, I don't think she's going to be willing 
to gamble Jill maybe getting some positive energy from the audience. Mm -hmm. I think she wants to stay the people's favorite, whether or not that's like mathematically accurate. So your, your, your theory is that because Carol's not there and that tension will not be there that like Bethany doesn't need her as much as she did. That space will only be, and that space will only be filled by Jill. Um, I, yeah, I think that like a gravitational pull, right? Like I think the smart move is to not go with somebody new. I don't think they can. I think New York is too important to do that. I think the only, the best possible move would be Jill coming back, but I'm nervous that because of Carol getting shoved off to see, you know, that it, it's going to give Bethany even more control. And I don't think that Bethany's willing to allow Jill to be back on TV. And I think what people forget is that Jill has, uh, except for maybe like Tinsley, I don't know if they like know each other, but like Jill has history with everyone. Everyone. She brought Dorinda on. Yeah. Yeah. Like goes way back with Dorinda goes way back with Sonia. Hugely way back with Ramona. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Got Bethany on the show. I mean, like she would be the thread and I think that all of the other women are open to it. I don't think that Bethany is. And I don't think that Bethany's willing to make a gamble. Now, could Jill be back as a friend of? Possibly. But, yeah. like, is she going to do one of those, like, two-second Diet Coke cameos where she, like, goes out to dinner with Luann and says something funny that she's been practicing for a month? And then, like, there or, we go. Or is she going to be um, more of a... Well, no, I wouldn't say when Luann was friend of... Um, because when Luann was friend of, Luann delivered. Luann, like, took that to you know motion and the, ran with it. You know it. who really has taken and done a good job with the friend of role? Camille. Oh, yeah. Camille, I think, got, it, did Camille get bumped up this season? Because she's going she, on all the trips with the women. So I feel like she's friend of plus if she's not a total she, full-timer. Last oh, season, she was friend of. But this season, I wonder, the, the season that they're filming right now, I'm mm-hmm. curious. Yeah, uh, Camille, like, ran with it. Camille delivered. Yes. And and also, well, the, this Denise Richards situation is... Um, yeah, I'm so into... Because, y- you know, like, the the connection with her and uh, Rena. Because they're actors? Um, no. Uh, both their... Uh, Denise Richards, like, current... I don't know if they're engaged or not. B- boyfriend oh, or whatever. Oh, current boyfriend was married. Used to be married to... Uh, um, uh, Desperate Housewives. Nicolette uh, Sheridan. Nicolette Sheridan. And Harry Hamlin used to be married to Nicolette Sheridan. Oh, God. That's so, they're, so weird. They're, like, like Nicolette Sheridan is, like, the the connection. I'm, like, wondering if the show will reference, reference it. that at all. I'm also wondering if the show will reference uh, Denise Richards being a Bond girl, because that's one of my favorite things. Dr. Oh, I'm sure Dr. they Dr. will. Dr. Christmas Jones. Oh, my God. I'm sure Nuclear they will. physicist. I hope Charlie Sheen isn't on because he makes me really sad. Oh, I don't he's think like, that's going to be. He's thing. like the Prince of Darkness. I don't think that's going to be. He a thing. said in something this week that he's like, maybe if I drop off the kids, I'll be on camera. And I'm sure Denise called him and was like, that is not happening. Um. So wait, do you think Jill will come back? Uh, I think Jill's coming back. I don't know in what. I think it's interesting in what capacity she will be returning to the show. I feel like it's all shit they're probably figuring out now. I mean, I I'm guessing that there was a period of time when Lou went to rehab the Redux where people were wondering if she would be back and because she has she might be bounced. friend of like it you yeah know, she you might know. be friend of she's done it before she has done it before she did it to great success before well I, that was the filling the aviva gap because remember that she, 
Because remember, she, Aviva like stopped season five, season six. Oh yeah, when Aviva stopped like, like kind of filming a lot. Like, yeah, she didn't want to like catch a cold or whatever. Yes, and like stopped going on trips, and like Lou kind of uh, was like, you know, oh, I guess I'll guess you're pulling the understudy right. out on stage, <laughs> like you know, like. <laughs> no, totally. It was. It was. Well, I mean, we'll see. Like prayers up to Jill coming back. I hope she does. What did you think about Dorinda totally sidestepping the drinking stuff and was like moving on, moving on, moving that's on. That's tough. That's tough. I didn't I mean, get a mugshot. It's so tough. that's what bottom is now. It's considered. tough. Um, I, well, okay. Like if we're fully going into like that conflict on the show, yeah. I, I, I think I understand both sides of it, which was Luann being like, Hey, you know, I'm, Concerned, yeah, um, and bringing it up. I think the way she brought it up at the table was upsetting to Dorinda because Dorinda's, you know, like, you know, wh- why are you coming to me on camera and like pointing this out? You know, you're just recently sober. I I understood like their reactions to both to like either end of like the conflict. However. I think the Dorinda thing is like, I mean, that's tough. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, this person definitely has a drinking problem. But I am going to say that like, you know, if someone does have a drinking problem, usually that's like a hard thing to be confronted with. And it's a hard thing to, uh, you know, to like kind of um, deal with. Um I don't think that Lou was judging her. I thought that Lou was warning her. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it was, but it came off. It came yeah, off in to this her because she's she's sensitive to it without actually changing any of her behavior. Except now she's working out and seeing a therapist every other week and talking to her mom a lot. I don't know. I felt weird about it. I felt like it was a touchy subject because I think there is a lot of truth there. And Dorinda doesn't see her poor behavior as hitting bottom. Right. She is judging her drunken Michigas against Luann and I just think everybody's a snowflake and if they all said that Sonia had a drinking problem then this is like some real bullshit to say and for everyone to be like Dorinda's fine she's a sweet person and it's like nobody's saying that Dorinda doesn't have a heart of gold in many cases she does and I'm sure that she was for a while a very good friend to Luann in a number of ways but also there is an issue here and we've seen it a number of times and I don't think that yeah. Bethany was wrong for discussing it. And I don't think that Sonia was wrong for being like, this is bullshit. Like I, I just think that the women deciding that they needed to be allies in all ways. Um, I think that that was an agreement that they had before. And that was the price that they decided to pay. I think at the end of the day, it's up to you to make the decision to, uh, get help totally if you need it you know and like that it's the individual's uh, decision to um, you know I, I and everyone can have like an opinion about it everyone can have like thoughts about it I'm not saying like it's wrong to like be like oh I'm seeing behavior that like worries me and I'm commenting on it but um, I think at the end of the day it's like if there is a problem like that's you know uh, it's always up to the the person to to uh, to to deal with that or like, you know, to acknowledge it. And, um, it, yeah, no, I mean, it's like very uncomfortable conversation. (laughs) Um, speaking of very uncomfortable conversation, Mm -hmm. I saw this piece. It's like a blind item. It's the stupidest thing, but I'm going to hundred percent going to read it to you. I can see it from far away that 
Oh my I god, there's see a photo, what the photo of a is, and I'm, and I'm like, title, oh no. It's on Blind Gossip, which I do not know anything about. And the title is She is the Nutcracker, and this is a blind item. This real housewife has received a lot of abuse for defending her longtime boyfriend to the other ladies who just can't understand why she's dating him. However, what they don't know is that he is the boss and she will do anything to make him happy, including dressing up in the bedroom. One night at a very boozy dinner, the kinky housewife announced that she dressed up as a clown what, and also a toy soldier to keep her man sexually happy. She confessed that he likes to be naked watching her march around to the Nutcracker Ballet music dressed up in red pants and wearing a tall black hat. Another okay, fantasy. This is, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is too great. This is another cookie. fantasy that the couple engaged in is role play where she is wearing a clown outfit and a big red nose. Can you imagine fucking someone who looks like Rudolph? I mean, I don't know how I feel looks about like, that. Who looks like Tim Curry like, in It. I mean, no, like, uh, legit. Like, I, I don't just, know if I, I want to have sex with I don't think that's real. I think it might be real. <laughs> you, you want it I to want be it real. I want it to be real. Because, like, the photo that they use is a fucking huge nutcracker. Obviously, they're talking about Dorinda. I don't know. I mean, he does work in the dry cleaning business. He is around a lot of different clothes and costumes. It, anything's possible. I don't look at a clown as being, like... <laughs> sexualized but like god bless the toy soldier is fascinating toy, toy soldier is very specific it's very specific but i mean i, I guess one I person's nursemaid is, is another person's clown but i'm gonna just leave new york with that guys i hope everybody <laughs> has a fun night tonight going to sleep thinking of Dorinda <laughs> fucking john as a clown um and also p.s just the in memoriam at the end was so fucking sad I was oh, like, oh, that I, like brings it home. Like I thought real, it's like it was in, real. In the same way that like when um, on all these shows, it's like things can be like even even some of like the more uh, uh, real moments can usually still like be entertaining or funny. Like yeah. death to me on these shows when like the specter of death shows up. Like it's um, it is always a little bit I think about when Vicky's mother passed away. Yes, like that, that was upsetting. Like that it was, was super upsetting. And like, you know, it's like, I think a lot Ugh. of people like, you know, are like, Oh, the drama, the fun or whatever. But it, there are moments on the show where you're like, Oh fuck. Like, damn. Like, yeah, it's, that's like it's, real. It like really tugs at your heart. It's um, a little bit of a slice. It's yeah. Like, and, uh, you know, I think, I think it, it is tough. It's tough. Um, uh, I'm I, I'm kind of you know my my thoughts are with you know like Beth, Beth, how Bethany's doing because and also, also his wife also his wife who he was still married to yeah. not to be a dick but he had like a bunch of kids with her and I feel like she's it's getting lost in the story like, she doesn't have like, a TV show yeah that's true it's but yeah it's like been um <laughs> it it was yeah like that was to end the episode on that note well I guess because it's like they weren't gonna. And the third reunion special on that note. Yeah, I know that would be weird. Because it's going to be weird for them to go from, like, whatever, like, toasting each other, like. And then it's like, Dennis is yeah, dead. Yeah, to, to right. Dennis is no, dead. So it made sense where they put it. But, like, it's just so sad. They had to acknowledge that that happened. And it's, yeah, it's very, it's sad. Okay, so let's talk about happy things. Speaking of happy things, fucking Dallas is giving me everything <sighs> I've ever needed in my entire life. I think Cameron gets the MVP of this week for being a little bit batshit crazy, but phenomenal TV from like the fucking jet to the PJs to the mega mansion house. Does she understand <laughs> that I got the, I got that mama grammar to turn this around, around in, in 24 day. hours. Like so like, good. <laughs> like, so 
just like sort of an elevation of Lou season one through like. I don't know three. Where I she was am like the playing Candace. a role. Like it's hundred percent. Like, she is playing a role, but I think she believes it. I think she believes oh, it. No. I think she's fully living a fa- like. It, yeah, she's it, living a fantasy, and, and and not in the way of like you know, uh, I don't know why I went immediately to, to Miranda Cynthia next and being like you're living in a fantasy, but uh, you know what I'm talking about from Sex in the City. The final oh wait, season, I should when she's going to move to Paris. And then she's oh like, yeah, 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 like. Her life is the fan, like they're they're the same thing. Genuinely, the, the fantasy and the life are the same thing that she's living. And I'm obsessed with like her. You know, I, that's something she would do. She would get everyone a uh, monograms. monograms. They had an agenda mm-hmm. in pink yes. that they saw on that gorgeous real life. Jet. El- she she takes real life El Woods seriously. seriously. Except El Woods like went to school to like be a lawyer to she's Harvard, and and she has. She thinks about what dogs are going to look like when they poop or whatever, because they're going to be pooping pink. I mean, I thought it was amazing. I also thought it was magical that she took the poster prank Mm -hmm. pretty well, all things considered, yet got overwhelmed with hurt and anger that as a friend of Brandy's for a year she -hmm. wasn't told in advance that brandy was adopting i mean the whole thing of like using the semantics of the word bashing is neither here nor there i think that that was just a mess but i think she is genuinely hurt because she is the star of her own show that brandy didn't tell her she was adopting and what stephanie was trying to tell her was like cool but like there were people at that party that surprise party that brandy has been friends with for 10 years that she didn't tell and i think any kind of like it was a last minute decision they weren't planning to adopt anything that could fall through she also was like filming something for bravo i want to say i never watched it but she had like an online show of like the adoption stuff bravo might have told her not to tell cast members like yeah you never she know. might not have felt comfortable karen's point of view is like i'm on the show with, like where all cast members on the show together why would you tell me about this huge and, moment and like and like there's this like big thing that you're doing in your life and we spend time together because of the show and stuff right and like you know i think she this is someone who like you know pinks prints out pink itinerary it's like it's like why was i not informed right um you know i think the reaction was like kind of you know, could be a lot. It could have been, you know, uh, my thing is like, even if like you're a little bit like miffed of like, oh, I wish I had known, like, let that go. There's a, there's a baby. Like, right. And also exciting. you're like the hostess with the most. Yeah. Her, her focus seems to be less on like Brandy, how exciting for you since you've struggled publicly and on camera with like miscarriages and not being able to get pregnant and stuff. And it was totally about like, this is about me. Why didn't you tell me? And obviously there's hurt there, but it's also so deeply selfish and wonderful. I mean, it's wonderful. Like I loved it. Like I loved the season's Dallas. I think Leanne, Leanne, Leanne is being scared as shit that she's going to fuck something up so soon. That's going to fall apart quick. Don't you with Leanne? It's like, you're watching someone and you're like, oh, you were like meant to be here on this show. Yeah, and she like, was. She was born to be a housewife. It's like, and like, and this you, specific kind of show. Yes. 100%. And you have reached that moment. And like watching you walk into that is, is um, inspiring. Like, it's just like, she's so, uh, she's, I mean, I, I can never get these hands. Like I can. <laughs> no, 100%. She's just, she is a star. And that's when she 
the best star part is of, born. That's the best part of these hands was that was when she wasn't she didn't think she was being recorded at the time. That is pure Leanne. Like she didn't think that anyone would hear her, so she said that shit. I mean, like she is mentally ill, and God bless because it is a gift to America, and I love her. Um, I'm nervous for. I guess what I'm nervous for her. I feel like she and Deandra are going to fight or something. And that makes me really nervous because I like think she needs Deandra really a lot. And I think Deandra probably needs her. Um, so I'm sort of nervous because I, I don't know. She said I interviewed her at the Zarin lunch and she's like a lot of relationships change. And I just felt like, what the fuck does that mean? Because I don't see that happening with Brandy and Stephanie again. Because, you know, Stephanie bought her a baby. So like they're fine. Um, I'm nervous. I'm not like bought her a baby, but like Stephanie Stephanie like got her a baby like they can't not be friends they can't not be estranged they have to be friends forever like she made her family complete like that's you have to you know like you're gonna have love for that person for the rest of your life um but anything could happen um yeah I I just think it was such a gift I mean I think that this se- this season of DC of uh, DC oh my god I'm so sorry apologies to Dallas this season of Dallas is just so good like how many episodes in are we two three yeah. Like, I think we're two in. Oh my God, it's magical. Like, I just, I love it. I have so much love for it. I have so much love for Carrie Duber being a little shitster. I love it. And she, she's just such a good she shitster. She gave the good, I love a good, like, soundbite moment. Like, you know, a good, like, um, you beast, how dare you? Like, you know, and Carrie gave a, gave a great one last season when um, Brandy was like, and you know what she said? She said that, like, you know, you do, you two don't even have my back. And Carrie just gives this great, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, yes, give me give me daytime television. Yes. Give me soap opera. She feels I like a it. soap opera star. It's she feels, she, in the, I mean, that in the best possible way. Like, she is more soap than Eileen Davidson is. She went to the Eileen Davidson School of Television. Television Reality, tele, reality TV Except acting. that Eileen so Davidson... Me, isn't in real life a soap opera Eileen Davidson is a real person which was probably a demerit for joining Beverly Hills whereas Duber does it right yeah like she legit comes in swans over has her like weird husband has the kid named after fucking Switzerland or whatever the fuck like lives her weird life with her one Birkin and that she constantly constantly reminds us that she has and just like is shady as shit and i think she's probably shady as shit in real life and i appreciate that i appreciate I, carrie duber i think the, from season two the casting has just been and they changed nothing so spot perfect. on all these women are, who would have the known? dynamic of all these women is perfect so together good. it brings me so much joy because i just want to say to bravo like good for you like it just it brings me dallas so, and potomac dallas like and potomac the, the they casting's were, just amazing and i remember i totally gave them shit when i heard that they were doing not one new franchise but two i was like this is gonna suck and then the first season of both i was like well look at that it, they both suck like look and at no, you and then it got, and it, then got, it got, got fucking better it does get better yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that's about, a new youtube who's your favorite like current housewife shannon bedore for days oh well yes i mean i die for her i could watch her. just watching shannon bedore are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> watching shannon bedore realize that tamra is tamra this week was magical. Yeah, because yeah. Tamara is horrible. Tamara will I didn't attach rocks to you as you sing. <laughs> you did, you didn't miss. Here's the recap of this week. Tamara is Tamara. Vicky was there. <laughs> Emily and Gina are on a different show, and I feel bad making fun of them. I just think they are on a different show, and maybe we should all go to that show instead of forcing them to be on the sinking ship that is OC. 
Um, did I mention Tamara's Tamara? Because she is, and Eddie is ill. <laughs> like that's that's like literally this week. Like there's nothing else from this week. And f- Kelly is the fucking queen of life. I, Kelly delivered. This I week. had Kelly was a, fucking a tremendous. friend of me say recently, like, or posted somewhere, and he was like. It's bizarre to me that, like, you know, if you had told me, like, two seasons ago that Kelly Dobb would be, like, the most interesting, entertaining yes. person on the I show. I would tell you to go fuck yourself. I because, said like, they needed to like, fire her. No. Well, the first season was, like, I was toxic in a lot. 100%. And then, but then she's, like, really, like, uh, the, she's found her spot, I guess. Yeah, she's grown. I think she's grown up. I think that she's grown up. And she's understanding that like yeah her daughter can't be like a stuck up hoe not hoe but like a stuck up (laughs) brat not hoe yet but like a stuck up brat and like taking a private she said her daughter took a private jet to um sleepaway camp and she's like that's some bullshit so she like made her daughter go to a soup kitchen it was super sweet and adorable I thought it was uh, lovely and you know and her defending Shannon was exactly right and her defending Shannon had nothing to do with being on TV and everything to do with calling out bullshit and that is where Kelly is really strong because I do not think that Kelly stands for fuckery mm-hmm. and I think that Tamra loves to supply it and I think Tamra was mad well, I, I like forget why the fight even happened to be honest and I watched it twice like Tamra was mad that someone was casting aspersions or talking badly about um, Shane Emily's husband because of when she remembered when they did that to Eddie, which is just her making someone else's fight about herself. And what Shannon was trying to do was like, listen, I've, I was in a toxic marriage. So like, these are, you know, things to look out for. And Tamara just took that and ran with it and was like, I don't give a shit when Shannon's looking at her as a woman who's like, Shannon's like going through a lot of shit right now. She has every right to be upset and sad and Tamara's reaction is like, it's too much. So mm-hmm. let me make it worse for you. I just thought was mean. It's Tamara's it's mean. Just, I watched the first like two episodes of OC and I was kind of like, oh, I already see this is like not a season. I it's not a season. Like, You're I not will missing be like anything. really like plugged into just because I'm like, I don't I don't think there's. I, and, and it's a weird thing, like watching sometimes the attractions for the shows coming up, like you'll be like, oh, I don't know if there's anything there this season. Totally. Like, and and in a way that like if if Potomac and Dallas are you know, uh, are like hitting their strides. Yeah, 100%. And then New York and Atlanta are like constantly delivering. delivering. It's like you, you, you guys got to step up. But I don't think that they, I think the problem is with the you guys. I think you need to take out half of the guys. Like, I think you need to take out half the cast. Like, I think yeah. we're done now. I think oh, I mean, like, in general. Like, uh, you mean production like, is a Like, everything yeah. like, just needs, totally. like, a reassessment, maybe. 100% needs a reassessment. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think we'll see what happens with OC. It's sort of the pill we have to take to get better and getting better is watching like New York and Dallas continue to flourish and OC is our punishment. And um, I guess Atlanta will be our reward when it happens like later this fall. And like, to me, it's like, it comes also down to genre. I always think of like each of the franchises as their own genre film. Right. Oh yeah. So like, so like, OC to me has always like kind of lacked genre because I guess it was like directly like a, uh, a lifting of like housewives mm-hmm. in the California d- from desperate housewives kind of mentality. Um, because like New York to me is like a high society romp. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, you know, uh, it's, you know, um, like the, like the play of the, 
the women or mm-hmm. the film the women yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, God, um, the film the women is so with bad. a little bit of like new york specific like um eccentricness like a mm-hmm. little bit of like gray gardens kind of eccentricness to it uh you know um uh beverly hills has always been like hollywood la you know like whatever happened to baby jane sunset boulevard mm. kind of like a hollywood story um atlanta has like you know that like kind of like southern uh kind of specificness to it also like i would say specificness in terms of like race to that show is like mm. a specific kind of story stories that they're telling yes. um and uh experiences potomac has well potomac has a little bit of sunset boulevard because karen to me is like full oh gloria swanson i love her 100 percent. and you know and dallas is uh dallas soap like i think like they have like their places oh see to me is always like kind of like what are you what are you trying to what story are you trying to tell here oh see was desperate housewives and maybe that's the problem and is that we've moved past it, it possibly Possibly, because it's just like, to me, uh, well, OC kind of worked again when it was kind of like, uh, when there was like kind of like the undertones of like, uh, what was that show that was like a sitcom on like ABC? I want to say maybe it was like, maybe it was Kristen Chenoweth. Who was on it? It was um, not, maybe not Kristen Chenoweth, a good... Christian bitches. Good. Yes. It, when it had elements of that in it, like of of all these women are like you know specific types of like super new money, um, big and, and big, like born again Christians hair. who yep. like who like very religious, who, very conservative, who go from like you know having a baptism in a pool to then like fighting outside, like you know it, that to me was maybe kind of a genre specific thing and interesting, and then like it kind of lost that. A hundred percent. I think, um, you know what you got to find the genre that's working there. Absolutely. I think that's really important. Well, this has been such a wonderful journey. Alex better. Tell everyone your social media handles. My social media is at it gets better. Uh, B E D D E R. My last name, like someone who makes beds. That's such Um, a good, um, uh, handle is that on yeah. Instagram and Twitter? Yes, Same yes, on yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, brand synergy. Um, and also, I'm, if I could quickly plug. Oh my God, so plug everything. Me, uh, Ryan oh Hulahan. my God, I forgot to say that I bought a ticket, you guys. So um, <laughs> you can meet me and ask me for a photo because it's my favorite thing in life when you guys like tell me that you enjoy this shit. So um, yeah. So um, promote what you're about to promote that I'm so, going to 100% bought my ticket. Um, it's uh, it's a uh, me Ryan Hulahan, friend of friend of the show Ryan Houlihan yes um, my queen and, uh, Jordan uh, Valu we work together and we have a little thing where we transcribe episodes of Real Housewives uh, different franchises and then we do a, a live reading of them everyone's casted with comedians we've done Scary Island we've done uh, you know Beverly Hills we've done the tequila trip from last yes. season we are doing September 26th at Littlefield we in are Brooklyn in Brooklyn we are doing uh, the Cartagena trip, and the oh. show is called The Boat Ride from Hell. So uh, very simple. And um, it's going to be amazing. The cast is so good. Bonkers, amazing. Um, and uh, I- I'm going to be playing Sonia. <laughs> um, <gasps> oh my God. Which is always my favorite. I played Sonia, Dorinda, Ramona, like in stuff have such that a was. Good Dorinda, I have to say. All the Dorinda's blondes. Like all the blondes, weirdly. But yes. even even Beverly Hills, they played Camille. I don't know why. I'm not oh blonde God, at all. Oh my God, you bring that blonde flavor. But, um, I'm going to be playing Sonia. Um, so where can people get tickets? You're going to, you posted about it on your social media. Yeah, you where can, do people get tickets? They're so like $10, you guys. Oh, oh, and it's for charity. 
And it's iTunes. for fucking Be Strong. So it's a, we are giving the money. We've given money um, to uh, every sh- every show we've done to a charity. Um, this time, proceeds will be going to Be Strong because it was featured so prominently on the show. And let's be real, like, organizations like this, uh, well, it's Be Strong Delivering Good, Disaster right, Relief. Like specific. They are doing more for for People, like Puerto Rico than like our, than, our, than our government yeah, is doing, something. which is insane. No, legit. She needs to get props and, for and that. Necessary. She needs legit props um, for that. And so the, yes, proceeds will be going to that. Oh my and, God. Um, yeah, definitely come through. It'll be really, a really good time. You can find it Littlefield on their website or you can go on yeah, my social look at, and find it Yeah, look directly. at It Gets Better and look at Ryan Houlihan's social because it's on yeah, there. It's all um, over Ryan's too. And I'll do a photo of it on mine. Yes. Guys, one of our <laughs> listeners, I love hearing from you guys. There was a little bit of a cat fight on my social media Wait, this what? week. <laughs> a listener who said she was a fan but isn't anymore because I blocked her. It like flipped out and left 10 messages on my Instagram telling me how I should be communicating and feeling and producing this show. And she said, because I'm older or something. It was very weird. I feel like I got reverse age shamed, but I was kind of into it. She was saying I was young. So I was like, okay. And then other listeners started standing up for me and she flipped out on them, including Damien. So I deleted you can see a little bit of it. I deleted all of it. And then I had to block her. She literally goes, I'm going to tell my 5,000 Instagram followers that I was bullied because she said some really kind of nasty stuff about me. And then people started defending me. And she said that was bullying. So a hashtag shout out to her for the systematic bullying that took place on my Instagram this week. But anyway, all that to say, guys, I love hearing from you with the exception of that. So tweet me your thoughts. Maybe not about her because I'm scared of her. Um, tweet me your thoughts at Sarah Galley. Follow me on Instagram because I don't understand social media, but I love hearing from you. So tweet me at Sarah Galley. Follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley. Maybe don't tell me how to change my personality. Maybe just tell me I'm wrong about Bethany versus Carol because I'll have a conversation all fucking day long. And I love hearing from people genuinely that are Team Bethany because I want to hear your perspective. And because I think it's important. I think that people have the right to say, you know, how they feel. And that helps me a lot to also, like, understand different perspectives. And the difference between this show and just, like, a reality recap show, which I think is what that listener really wanted, is because we get into this. We get into the psychology behind it. We have amazing guests like Alex. And we want to talk about... Themes. You know, we want to talk about themes, motives. Performance, character. (laughs) Drive. We want to talk about it. It was so strange because she was like, you don't understand Bethany. I'm giving you the facts. She's very happy. You just don't see it on camera. And I was like, I didn't say anything. That was the worst thing. I never actually responded to her because I was overwhelmed with her feedback. But it's like... I don't think Bethany's happy. I don't know if that can be your fact-based defense that like she's happy a lot. You just don't see it. Like that feels a lot of like a bad editing kind of sitch. But okay. Anyway, um, follow me on Instagram. I love, love, love to hear from you. Um, if you like this show, rate it five stars on fucking iTunes and write a goddamn review and maybe I'll read it on next week's episode. Um, just read a couple reviews that were new from last week and they were so sweet and I love them. So shout out to you guys and please write a review. If you do not like something, DM me. Don't necessarily share it with the bajillions of people reading iTunes. Okay, you're 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 becoming like full Karen Unger. Like and like just like love here me. like here, here is a notepad for you to take notes. Are I'm you taking notes? Are I'm you 
Are text. they good notes? Like No, I 100% love feedback, but if it's negative, send it to me on the private. Okay? And are you my Matt? Is that what this means? If I'm Karen Huger, are you my Matt? Are you my attorney slash assistant? Wide-eyed, unsure friend? what I'm doing, how I'm helping the situation? Oh yes, God. that's they me. They are 100%. Matt is going to be a friend of next season. I can see it because he seems fascinating. I'm into it. I'm into his. I'm into the Matt Karen dynamic. Well, I mean, I'd like to see that. But for I know we have to go. But like, no, we have, I to, have go. to. I have to. Tell okay. me. Tell me. Tell no, me. Really us. quick is like when she was, I was like, they've been friends for years. Like from when? From when he was like 13. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they met at his bar mitzvah. His bar mitzvah. Called it a day. Um, guys, such a pleasure. Um, tell us your thoughts. Come see Alex. It's at the end of September. Tell me again. September. September 26th. 26th. Wednesday, September 26th. We're going to do a little selfie, even though I'm unfortunately not feeling well today. So um, please enjoy this photo of me on my Instagram without makeup on wearing PJs. So yay. Um, but guys, love you. Alex, thank you so much for kicking. Love and light. And love and light. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.